Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody's favorite cinema podcast, Looking California. I'm Phil Minnesota. My name is Michael McCaffrey. On the Looking California portion of the program, I am an astoundingly handsome uh, young man who is a writer and acting coach in sunny Southern California. And I'm joined by Barry Anderson, who's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's a director and singer, dancer. He's a triple threat. And uh, he's. Did, did you just say dancer? Yeah. <laughs> what? He's the new prince. He's like. Uh, he's not wearing purple, but he's he's just a, a just a really energetic performer, and he's a director, right, Barry? Well, no, I'm a dancer now. Um, I don't know why. Usually, when you pick a, a partner, a business, uh, you know, confidant, they help you try to grow the business. I sometimes wonder if your sole goal is to just alienate all of our fans because anybody who's got you know of me dancing now is like, yeah, I, I'm 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 out. <laughs> I'm out. That's great. It's like Travolta and Saturday Night Fever, man. You, you got to see it. If I got paid a million dollars every time I danced, I would dance much more frequently. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. So, Barry, we're going to talk about a movie today. Now, yes. Bar- we, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Barry's been busy working and uh, life has been slowing us down. But we're back and it's very hot. Um where I am. I assume it's very hot where you are. Very hot, yes. Yes. Yeah, I figured. Uh, so we're going to talk about a movie. It came out a little bit ago. So we're a little behind the times, but uh, came out June 10th. The movie is Jurassic World Dominion. Now, this movie is the third of the Jurassic World movies and the sixth in the Jurassic Park franchise. There are rumors it's maybe the last one. I I don't know if that's true. We'll find out. It is written and directed by Colin Trevorrow, uh, who wrote all three of the Jurassic World movies and directed the first one and directed this one. Um, It stars Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, among others. It's done extremely well at the box office extremely well the movie has a budget of 185 million dollars and it's made thus far almost 800 million it's doing incredibly well the plot of this movie it has one um it's it's not it's not clear a lot of it but basically there's an an evil biotech company called uh biosyn which is a that's pretty subtle um and it's got they are stealing dinosaurs and they steal a teenage clone and people are trying to get the clone back and they're trying to stop this this tech company from they've created dinosaur-esque uh what are those things called uh they eat all the crops oh uh, locusts Locusts, yeah. So they, I they eat made grasshoppers. Like, yeah, they made like prehistoric locusts that are devouring the Earth's food supply. No, 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 but- no, 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 they're not. That we're told that they are. Every time we see them, they're hidden in the most lush crop that's ever been grown, and they're not eating them. So you, don't let's not let's not you know dissuade well, people from what's happening in the movie. Part of the plot point is that these locusts, these prehistoric locusts which are pretty gross looking. They only eat crops that are not grown from seeds 
made by biosyn. So what's going to happen? There's going to be famine on earth and only biosyn crops can be used. So biosyn will get rich. Um, and by the way, Campbell Scott plays this sort of um, Steve Jobsian type leader of biosyn. He's, he's so bizarre in the role. It's pretty funny, actually. Um, so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens. And they go to the Dolomite Mountains in, in Italy, which is where the dinosaurs and biosyn are located. And then there's just bio, you know, dino chaos as per usual. Um, you know, it, it's, there it is. So Barry Anderson. I saw this movie uh, weeks ago. <laughs> and you just saw it, right? Saw it on Monday night. Okay. So you just saw it. It's Wednesday now. You saw it Monday night. I can't even remember when I saw it. Probably two weeks ago. Uh, what did you think of Jurassic World Dominion? I've now had a day and a half to try to get my thoughts and words together. And I'm sad to report I do not have them together. Okay. I just have a very emotional reaction to this movie. Very Good. visceral, very caveman-esque. Okay. And I can't think of many movies that are as big of, a, of, a, of an abomination to moviedom, to acting, to plot, to common sense, to logic, to anything. This movie, everyone needs to get fired that made it. There's no, like, I don't understand how the actors agreed to be in it. I don't, like, nothing about this movie makes sense to me because it is, if there is such a thing as a franchise killer, Jurassic Park is now extinct. Like, I don't know how they recover from this because it was that bad. Like, I, the whole movie, I was just like, well, it can't get worse. And then a scene would happen and I'm like, oh my God. It was everything from like literally paint by numbers repeat of the first one only done poorly. I, I think I've lost now all respect for Steven Spielberg. The fact that he is on as an executive producer and he didn't just say, no, we're just burying the $200 million movie. And by the way, where they spent $200 million, I don't know. I yep. CGI is like from 1992 before they like invented good CGI. Like, <laughs> there's nothing about this movie that makes sense i want to do a mock-up of literally every single actor in the movie holding up their hands to hold off dinosaurs because there was at least 63 shots of people holding up their hands to hold off dinosaurs and apparently it works uh really well so then i'm like well then really what's scary about the dinosaurs if you just hold up your hand and then they, they don't attack you i mean you're going to have to pick where we go because this could be a nine hour of me just venting because this was absolutely God awful. Whoa. Okay. So this, everybody listening, this is going to be one of those episodes that gets a little heated because. No, don't I even, don't even disagree pretend more with you. No, buddy. don't, don't I pretend. Disagree no. more. No. <laughs> Uh, this is the last episode of the podcast, Mike, if you're going to argue that this is a good movie. Listen, <laughs> Barry, the deal. Uh, in a little less, like nine months from now, Colin Trevorrow and the Jurassic World Dominion people are going to be standing on the stage 
at the Kodak Theater receiving the Best Picture Oscar. This movie is amazing. There are dinosaurs in it. There's a teenage British clone. There's Laura Dern. There's a tech company. There's a guy who wears a vest (laughs) who seems to have maybe a romantic relationship with a raptor named Blue. This is the greatest movie I've seen in the last 28 years. Well, if you're going to say last five years... I might have a hard time arguing. I might be right. Yeah, you might yeah. be right. No, so, this, 28 this years, movie, I know you're lying. This movie is utterly astounding. No, no, no. it's just... I find it, it, I, the word. I know what the word is. This movie is literally offensive. It, it, it is <laughs> offensive because... You know, I, could pick a, I could pick a film student. I could pick someone that doesn't know movies. Like To make something this atrocious... You're, you're either so arrogant that like, you know, dinosaurs fix all or you hate your audience. And I, I assume it's the arrogance, uh, uh, you know, well, I, I don't know, it, but it's offensive. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's not, there's no two ways about it. It's an offensive movie. Well, the crazy thing to me. So I, my, I have a young son um, who loves dinosaurs, you know, well, I, I love dinosaurs as a kid. Who doesn't? Dinosaurs. And I made the decision because I've, I've never been accused of being a good parent. I made the decision not long ago to have him watch the first Jurassic Park movie. Yep. And look, it's scary for a kid, yep. but I know that at his age, and he's young, if that were me, I would have wanted to see that movie. Absolutely. Right? You know, where it's just like, I got to see. So we ended up, and this is within the last two months, by the way, we, we are now completists in the Jurassic Park franchise. We watched every single Jurassic Park movie and holy shit. I mean, <laughs> what? It's incredible. It's like charting the, the devolution of like a species. It, it, it's, it's crazy. So the first movie has its flaws. It's like sort of, you know, Spielberg brings some luggage to it. But it's also pretty great for what it is. The dinosaurs look great. It's like interesting how they put it together. It's very well made. Um, the second one, which Spielberg also directed, is like a big drop off. Like you, oh, it, it's a huge drop. I have a hot take on this. So okay. when the second one came out, because I also, when it comes to sequels, I'm rarely one that expects them to be as good as the first. That is yeah. so rare. So I go in. What I liked about The Lost World, the second Jurassic Park movie, is it clearly was not as good as the first. But I felt like I was watching Steven Spielberg at his kind of peak creative powers, having a movie that he could just play with. It was just kind of like, oh, I know how I can manipulate the audience here. It didn't all connect right, but it was just like a director that just like, I want to do this. And then it was executed well. So there was a bunch of kind of non sequitur scenes and weird stuff, but like they scared you and you got jump scares and it was like this. And I was like, here's just a guy that literally is like sharpening his tools again. 
it just happens that it's like a 180 million dollar blockbuster movie where a lot of times you know people go off so lost world especially now seeing all six of them lost world's like on mount rushmore of dinosaur movies like i mean it's so head and shoulders above everything that came after it but it's a massive drop off from obviously yeah oh totally i agree with you it's it's considerably better than everything that came after it yeah. but it's considerably worse oh, yeah yeah no no I, I agree but a lot of people just um, lost world i'm like come on guys you can't say you like hate the lost world and then say you like anything that came after it because then i just yeah. don't believe you because then it's just no. no 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 and look look the thing about lost world is the the stuff uh it's kind of weird the stuff on the island all stinks um the stuff when it comes to the city at the end was was nice yeah where it was like at least something original and new and like a kid in his bedroom and there's a dinosaur papa there's a dinosaur in the backyard go to bed (laughs) and and then like the dog gets eaten yeah um so like that's good but to me you know that it's such a huge drop off from the first one like there's just i mean just it's kind of a train wreck but everything after like jurassic world 3 i mean whoa I whew, that is rough stuff, man. I and mean, Spielberg didn't direct it. No, clear. he didn't. It was I think it was Joe Johnson or something like that. But I mean, yeah, anytime yeah. your lead cast is Taylor Leone and William H Macy, you've done something right. I mean, I love William H Macy, but yeah. talk about just a bizarre, like oh, I just just it, bizarre. none of it makes a lick of sense. It's no. like this family drama. Yeah, and weird. like nobody cares about the guy who was driving the boat that the no. kid was paragliding on. It's just like, it's so insane. Um, so that's a huge drop off. Then it's, it's a bunch of years uh, later that they do the Jurassic World stuff. It's like over, I think it's a decade or more. And Jurassic World, out with the old, in with the new, we have Chris Pratt, we have Bryce Dallas Howard are the two leads. Now Jurassic World, to its credit, it has moments. It was much better than three. Um, it, it, it again goes back to the original sort of uh, plot, which is, hey, here's an amusement park. You know, here's, a, here's a, a theme park with dinosaurs in it. Oh, what could go wrong? And then everything goes wrong. It, it's not really executed very well. And like the second half of that movie is just, you know, kind of a mess but like look chris pratt is who he is um he's sort of a uh, i wrote about it i said look he's sort of a c plus level uh movie star he's charming enough i got nothing against the guy in in relation to jurassic world movies chris pratt was at apex in the first one yes his performance in that one is light years ahead of the other two movies Mm -hmm. and and this last movie I don't know if they gave him a lobotomy before he came. Like I literally, like there were scenes and like looks in his eyes where he just looked like how people talk about when a shark grabs you, those dead eyes. Like yeah, Chris yeah. Pratt just had dead eyes in some of these scenes. I'm like he's he's a likable, you know, affable guy. Like was his yeah. soul crushed? He had to know how bad this movie was going to be. Like yeah. I I I I think in my head he's at home going like, well, Lisa's bought me another island, but like literally the fact that people are going to watch me in this movie. And then, then he goes, what's my next movie? He's like, oh yeah, it's a Netflix original movie. So that's going to be terrible. So he's got to yeah. be having this like panic attack. Like, 
my career is almost over. I'm making good money, so I got to pocket some of it away. Yeah, you, you got to make it somehow. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, this movie, I mean, literally, there is nothing good about it. Nothing. There's not a scene. There's not a, there's not a moment. There's not a performance. There's not a plot point. There's just nothing. It's just awful. Well, here's the thing. So Jurassic World comes out. It, it does pretty well. Um, you know, it's a passable movie. There are some, some uh, shots in it where you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, then the next one comes out, whatever it's called. And like Fallen World or something. And it's the most bizarre movie. The first half of it, pretty good dino movie nice uh setups in some of them there's the scene where they're they're running away down the volcano and all the dinosaurs are running behind them away from the volcano it's sort of like i remember when i saw it i said oh that's pretty clever to steal that from indiana jones right it's like good for you and it looks good but then they go to this mansion and there's there's a clone and you're like why is there a dinosaur movie set with like in a mansion why why is this like uh uh, some robber broke into the house oh but it's a raptor look out (laughs) it's like what are we doing mess but then they decide for this one they're like hey you know what let's stick with the clone story that nobody gives a shit about let's make that the heart of this movie and it's like who who is this girl who cares it's not it's not that people don't care. It's that it it literally doesn't matter or tie into the story in any way, shape, in or form. In any way. It makes no, no sense. No sense. Yeah. There's Because someone would be like, well, here, they need to capture her because she's got this super sequence thing that if we do that, we can fix the problem. But my God, if they find the girl, the bad guys are going to capture her. Well, why? Why do the bad guys want her? The bad guys don't want her to fix the problem that they want to have happen to control right. the world. So it's like, do they want to kill her? Like there's no like like it's literally whatever person interacts, it's like they have their own kind of agenda, but none of the agendas actually fit together in a puzzle piece or like from six different puzzles. And it's just it it makes no sense. Why is this girl a clone? Like she's got a mom, was she a clone because the mom couldn't have a kid, but the mom was pregnant with her. They have a shot in the movie with that. So I'm like, I'm so confused as to like what any of this matters. Right. It just, it just, I don't, I'm not confused. It just doesn't. Like it was evident very early on, nothing in this movie mattered and nobody cared at all. Yes. Exactly. I have no idea what that, the clone thing is. And they, they try and explain it and it makes no sense at all. And then, no, they just, they just explain a part of it. They don't explain the clone. Like that, that, that part's never even addressed. It's just a piece of it. I mean, I, it makes no sense. <laughs> None of it makes sense. And then there are these sequences, like, again, like how they stole the thing from uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Um, there's a motorcycle chase in Malta where Chris Pratt is driving a motorcycle through the sort of back alleys of Malta being chased by i think it's three raptors um that chase i'm like wait a minute what james bond movie is this from i can't even remember which one it is because they all blend together, they all blend together. I'm like, yeah i'm like 
what are they doing? It's like, hey, let's do that James Bond chase, except let's have dinosaurs. In. Like, oh, okay. I, and I, then I, they they bring in from the original movie, they bring in Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, which I'm watching this and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I saw the first movie and I think they show up in the second and third at different times. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't remember. But nobody watches that first movie and comes away going, man, oh, I'd love to see those characters more. You're wrong. Jeff Goldblum. No, I'm not. No, no. Jeff Goldblum's character connected with people. He's the one that was a character that people wanted to see again. I'm not saying I everybody. Want I'm... Him, I want to see him get eaten. Yeah, I want to see him do more apartment.com ads. Like that makes me excited yeah. every time I see him in an apartment.com ad. Uh, I could tell you some Jeff Goldblum stories. <laughs> Believe me. But, um, but the hot take I have about the, the motorcycle scene is that is by far and away one of the best scenes in the movie. That's what makes oh, it so like yeah, throw totally up in your mouth. Kinetic. Exactly. Where you're like, oh, okay, the camera's moving. Look at that. I can't believe it. Um, I mean, but then they bring these characters in like anybody's like, oh, my God, these beloved characters that I just so care about whether they get to get stop it. Why? And then this is supposed to be the final movie or it could be. Why aren't these people dying? Well, they're never because it's never going to be. It's like Marvel. Nobody ever dies. I just find it funny that you bring back these characters that had this romantic past and leading up to the movie, all I heard was Laura Dern saying that, like, it was weird that she was too young for Sam Neill and they should have never had that. And then I go to the movie and it's her flirting and trying to get back together with an even older Sam Neill. And I'm like, right. well, this just feels weird. Like, I, like, what? how am I supposed am I supposed to root for him? Am I, is he supposed to be sleazy? Like, I don't know what's supposed to happen. But let's just go. Let's just go and try to count within the next two minutes how many exact scene steals they had from the first movie you had the they flipped over the car and the eyeball mm -hmm. of yep. the thing going around so you have that yep mm -hmm. <laughs> you literally had the uh you know the introduction Here's the problem I'm, I'm trying to remember this movie i can't remember a single thing well you you did just watch the first one and then they just <laughs> poorly with different actors and different dinosaurs i'm trying to think of uh oh what what do they call the um the ones that spit the stuff yeah. that, that killed the fat guy in the first one. So there's that. Yep. Of course. Um, you have, they, you, they, you they have the raptors. Then there are the raptors that are running around. And he just says they come from the side. Like literally yep. like the yep. whole movie was just like, Hey, I don't think anyone that's seen this movie is going to remember the original. So let's make it suit. And you're just like, Holy, you know, it's like, remember when they remade psycho and they made it shot for shot. shot it's like they were being original <laughs> and everyone's like, if I just want to see a good version of this movie, I'd see the original. I don't want to watch the bad version with Anne Heche and uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince yeah. Vaughn, who is, in, who is in The Lost World, by the way. Correct. Had one of the greatest lines I've ever seen when he goes, it's coming back! <laughs> and the dinosaur sticks its head through the waterfall. One of the worst scenes I've ever seen. It's absolutely brutal. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but I mean, so this... The, the i don't understand i mean the clone thing doesn't make sense the fact that they've no. made this dino utopia in the mountains which are normally arid and not hot and not jungle like and cold for large portions of the year and then they just explain like well nobody goes in there everything's under tunnels 
And then later in the movie, they turn off something and then dinosaurs are in the same area, Free. but now it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Oh, and my favorite part was for some reason that makes absolutely zero sense. Campbell Scott incinerates the prehistoric locusts at, this, at the uh, lab in the mountains. But then he releases them into the wild as they're on fire. And I'm just like, wait, I, I don't did, understand what's happening. I thought they escaped. I didn't think he released them. Did he release I them? I don't know what was that. Well, I don't understand. How did they get out of the, the lab? What, it has a chimney? Yeah. What are we doing? Dude, that, that, it's that, completely that is, insane. It's exemplary from every single <laughs> movie that literally, like in great movies, they show you, they show you the setup. You're kind of like, oh, something that's going to come back. This was like, anytime something bad happened, it would just be like the, the characters had to stop, tell you what was about bad to happen. Yeah. And then you watched it happen. Like you're just yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like the scene where they get out of the, when they shut down the power and they're in the catacombs. And then suddenly there's like 9 million dinosaurs. Yeah. Just in every hole in there. And all they do is just like cats hiss at them. And they just right. run around and look at more of them for like 40 minutes. And you're like, oh my is this just to get the number of, you know, I feel like the dinosaurs have a union and they're like, we got to get at least 700 of our dinosaur ten folk in this movie to keep the, to keep the agency alive. Cause there was they no keep, they keep trying to like improve upon T-Rex. They're no, always that, like, but that's always dumb. And then people are trying to root for, but then think about this. You, they do that whole scene with the catacombs and you see all these dinosaurs, nothing bad happens to our heroes. Then Bozo the clown who is well aware of how dangerous these dinosaurs are. Yeah. His car stops. And so he just climbs out and starts walking around in the area. He knows dinosaurs are, uh, I don't think he's that dumb to do that. And then instead of any of the dinosaurs that we've seen, then these suddenly these little spitting dinosaurs come back yeah. and they're like assassins. They're on him and they yeah. surround him and they take him down <laughs> at, with like with seals team, six dinosaurs, just take him out. And you're like, well, where were they when the other guys were there? If they were in there, they would have taken them out just as fast. Yeah, like it, it's I, oh. it's just, and then, I I kept thinking to myself I don't like Colin Trevorrow or however you pronounce his name, and I looked up his how in God's name does he have a career? Yeah, yeah. everything he touches is a dumpster fire, and yet somehow he does nothing yeah. and then gets the Jurassic Park you know franchise runs He's it into the ground and he keeps getting work off it, and I think to bring him to the Star Wars franchise like I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to have blackmail material because it's just he's, he's awful. To. He's awful. Yeah, it's it's just I mean, he wrote and directed this. Can you think of I, anything worse than right? The writing and directing in this are like literally, I it, know it, you can't give enough Razzies to this movie. They just need if to just he, shut down the Razzies, just hand one award and just be like there. Nothing can ever top just this. directed it. I'd be like, ah, you know yeah, what? No. You get a piece of shit yep. from the script. You're just like, ah. But no, he, he like wrote it and was like, hey, you know what we're going to do? Let's go back to those spitting dinosaurs. Let's have them. And you know what we need to do? We need to have T-Rex basically be just the biggest pet in the world because if everybody's rooting for T-Rex against whatever it is, Gigantosaurus or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't even know at this point. And they did that in... Uh, I know, the original Jurassic the, World. Yeah, the original, where it's like yeah. he, him and the T-Rex and the Raptor beat. But, it, but it's, it's a camouflage. Rex, whatever it's fucking But it's camouflage. That one's camouflage, so that you can't see it. 
All right. Only you can see it in the whole movie. They just told you it's camouflage so that they could maybe use it at some point that they never use. Yeah, that's the common theme of just telling you or not showing you things. Like just, I mean, the only thing I would have respected more is if Colin Threverow would have said, you know what, Chris Pratt, I'm taking over your role. I want this to be writer, director, star. I'm just in a tour and I'm going to make it my movie. Then I would have had a little bit of respect being like, okay, this is a power play. His ego is way out of control. <laughs> but I can't even imagine as a director going to those actors that have had decent careers with like, you know, real projects and try to like coach them through these scenes. Like I would just know they would go back to their, their trailers and go, this guy is the biggest tool ever to walk the face of earth. Like they, they cannot respect him on any level in any shape or any form because he literally hates cinema. Like there, you had everything. You, you can't make a movie this bad. Like you can't, you can't accidentally make a movie this bad. It is literally calculated like a master plan to make something this awful. It's crazy. And, it and like, so bad. It's it's really astonishing to me. Like, just you're. I'm watching this movie, and it's funny. I went and saw it with my son and my mother and my wife, and uh, you know, we went in like the middle of the day, and it was it was crowded. And this movie's making a ton of money, but I'm watching it. And I'm just like, oh my god, what is happening? So, and my like, son, of course, he loved it. He, that was because he, there are dinosaurs was, running around. So he's like, I'm all in. And my mom's like, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on there. You know, she's like, she's fine with. It. I'm just like, well, what? What happened? What is happening right now? I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. It's just. Not, and then here's the thing. You already mentioned it, but it's it's really a topic we need to talk about. So this movie has a budget of 185 million. That's that's not chump change. That's like a real real serious budget. The dinosaurs in this movie it looks like land of the lost level. I was just going to say do you remember the Saturday morning show land Oh yeah. Of the I was world. waiting for for some schlee stacks to come out of the woodwork. I would have been great. I love this movie all of a sudden. Uh. It, this is crazy how cheap this thing looks. And you, having seen the first one recently, and, and even the second one, you look at the dinosaurs, and a lot of some of those were real. So a lot of it was CGI. Looked terrific, yes. absolutely terrific. And Spielberg does a lot of things to make that happen, where he integrates them into the set. Right, yeah. it's an important part. So you're like, oh there's the foot hitting the ground and we hear the noise and we see the footprint and it's like, ah, I get it. This movie, it's just like watching someone else play a bad video game. It's crazy how awful this thing looks. It, so here, here, I don't know if everybody will be able to follow this train of thought, but when I learned how to like type on a computer, like, you know, you're really bad at it and you're hunting and pecking and you're fine. You're in a program and you're up here. And then you see somebody that knows what they're doing and they have keyboard shortcuts and it's like their fingers are moving a million miles. And you're like, wow. And then you get to the point where you can kind of do some of that. And you know, there's keyboard shortcuts and you're like, you don't realize you've gotten good at something and you sit by someone like your parents and you watch them do it. And you almost are like, get out of the way. This is too painful to watch you operate your computer. That is what was watching Colin like do this movie. I just like anybody. Like, I don't think there's another person on earth that could have made this movie worse than he did. Like, I don't think there is someone. 
Because if you because if you made it worse, if you made it more corny, would have made it better. If it was just worse, it would have been better. And then ninety percent of people would have just made it better because they just wouldn't have made it as bad. Like I think he's in a unique form of like making it so offensive. And considering, uh, here's part of the problem, is that this is the third one he wrote, so he wrote the whole trilogy. And he's stuck. All of them have been right? awful. Yes, he, and like, he's stuck. And it's like, in this one's like Mount Everest of horseshit. <laughs> right. like, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, like, they're all bad, but this one's just like, wow. Yeah. Like, did, they, did they just give him $10 million and say you have like four hours to write a movie and you can't change anything after that? Like, I don't, I don't understand how it's this bad. I'm trying to think of uh, trying to think of I mean, put it this way. At the last movie, I was trying to catch up in terms of like, I know that like the volcano went off and things were in the ocean, but suddenly the dinosaurs had become part of real life. And I don't remember when that happened. But then I'm like, well, if they're already around the globe in real life, then why are poachers needing to grab them? And why are they like there seems to be this secret band of dinosaurs in the mountain, but there's dinosaurs out there in the real world that have taken over right. all continents. So what's the difference between those dinosaurs and the real dinosaurs there? Why do poachers need dinosaurs? Where's this, like, if they're just all over, can't you just go get a dinosaur? Like you could a wild animal. Like, I don't, I don't even understand the world and what the problems are other than the biosynth guys trying to like manipulate and kill off half the world. But he doesn't think he's going to kill off half the world, but by the way, whatever that actor's name is, that's the bioscientist. Uh, it's from the original movie, uh, the Asian. Oh, actor. B. D. B. Yeah. Wong. Yeah. Can you I felt bad. He looked like two bags of dog shit in this he, movie. It was crazy. But like, literally, is everybody? Does this just show that anybody who's rich and eccentric literally just hires the same inept person over and over and over and over again? Like, I mean, literally, he's a train wreck at every... Like, why does he keep getting hired? Like, I don't get it. Nobody's Nobody, that dumb. He did it. He's, he's, he's doing his thing. And so, then, like, why does he have a conscience now? Right. Yeah, like, oh, no, that's not... Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, I read this piece that uh, there was a script for Jurassic World. I think it was four. There's going to be a, a, a new Jurassic World movie, Jurassic Park movie. Um, or maybe it was three. I can't remember. But there's going to be this a new Jurassic Park film back in the day. And it was the script was written by John Sayles, the director, who did uh, Eight Men Out, um, The Secrets of Roan Inish, Lone Star. You know, who's a real art house sort of guy. Yeah. And apparently the thing he wrote was just bad shit crazy. It was like hybrid cloning, so human dinosaur breed and like all of this sort of stuff. And Trevorrow, who wrote these Jurassic World movies, took some of that. And that's where the, the clone, although this clone character does not become a dinosaur, she does seem to have some sort of affinity with them for some reason. Um, so that's part of the, the background for uh, how bad this movie is. But none of it, the story, like the, the shots, 
the CGI, the, I mean, the plot, it's completely incoherent and incomprehensible. And the fact that they spent so much money to make this and the bigger problem, Barry, I know, is that they're making money off it. They are going to make probably a billion dollars with this movie. I know. Well, they got our money. Which means they're going to make another one. Oh, for sure they will. (laughs) Right? And it's like, well, where where do you go from here? One of the big problems I have with stuff like this, and it goes back to like movies like Jaws. I I kind of put Jurassic Park and Jaws in the same category. Where I think that's an excellent, excellent uh, comparison. You, you... What makes them scary is not that they're human-like, not that they're smarter, you know, not that there's like an agenda. It's just the fact that like, for instance, if I took you to Africa now, kicked you out of the car and said, walk to the next town, it would be terrifying. You have no idea what big cat lurks where and if it's hungry and if it's going to come get you. And if it does, you don't have the tools of which to fight it, which I love about this movie that I've been to Africa. And every time you go anywhere in Africa where you're not inside of a vehicle, a guide has a very, very large weapon. Because if one of these very large creatures come after you, you don't want to have, say, a knife or a shocking device. Where we're six movies in and these people who are well-trained in dinosaurs all have little, like, shivs to fight dinosaurs. Taser. And I'm like, and and I know know why they're doing it. They should wear brass knuckles. That would protect them. But like, if you go back to the first one, what I loved about it is it was that like, can you tame nature? And like, the creatures just do what they do. Like, you know, they're trying, you know, you put an animal in the cage, they try to get out of the cage, you know, if they're hungry, if they start to notice patterns, they'll sit there and watch the humans do the patterns. And then when they go to open the gate this time, now they make a move. And there's something scary about what you think isn't smart enough. And it's not that it's actually smarter than humans. But like animals are often more clever than we give them credit for. And so that's what's terrifying is you don't know. Like when you read stuff about an octopus and the fact that yeah. like, you know, it'll unscrew its cage, go through like vents, go eat like things, crawl back in and pretend to be caged. And you're like, why does it do that? And you're like, is this an alien? This is terrifying. And just give those personalities to these dinosaurs. So you just don't even know what they can do. And in this movie, like it seemed like everything was much more like, oh, they're smarter or they're doing this. And it was less about the intelligence versus the animal kingdom. And I think it's way less scary. It's like, if you've seen things like Deep Blue Sea, which is a fun movie, but it's like this, you know, genetically altered shark that's out hunting people. It's a different type of movie. And it's not as fun as Jaws because what makes Jaws scary is if you go in the ocean with an animal (laughs) that is bigger, faster, stronger, and eats you, that's scary. And that's what you do. Put someone out in a jungle with no protection. That's why it was scary when, you know, all these people got stranded when the power went off in the original Jurassic Park is because they didn't have weapons. Right. And then the people that were there, they had huge shotguns and they had safety gates, reinforced things. And it was when they got through those safety mechanisms that now you're like, oh, no, who, who let them in? And you're like, oh, the Raptors figured out a way in. That's what's scary. This was just like, oh, you're just unprepared. Oh, that's unrealistic because not every single, I mean, even if you go to Africa, there's a lot of people that could walk through the bush and you wouldn't get killed because it's not like every waking moment, there's scores of lions that are ready to rip anything apart. You know, if they've just eaten, they won't eat today. I mean, go watch the documentary on Grizzly Man. 
He hung around with grizzly bears for years and didn't get eaten until they weren't fed enough. And then they ate them. So it's not, it's not like if you just happen to walk by, they're just going to tear you to shreds just for no reason. And so I find that it's less scary because it's not rooted in the fears of, you know, caveman human, you know, that's the stuff we're scared about. Okay. We're safe in our cave and we have a rock in front. And then you wake up one morning and you realize there's a rock slide. And now there's another opening to the outside where the scary things are. Is there anything in our cave? That's scary. You know, they don't wake up going, hmm, I wonder if a lizard became really smart and, you know, used a lever wedge to open the rock to get in here because they're smarter than us. That's not where the scariness comes in. And I feel like this movie went 100% away from kind of that primordial fear. And I think that's I what works really say. well. And, yeah. I, and how someone doesn't understand that just baffles my mind. You know, it, you bring up an excellent point. And this gets into the meat and potatoes of storytelling. So what makes Jaws a great film is it reminds the audience of something they wish to forget, which is the illusion of safety which, which civiliz in which civilization exists. That you, you know, we, we have lawns that we mow as opposed to like oh we live in a tree but where like we have to make sure snakes don't get in and the second you walk into the ocean or set foot on the serengeti or even just walk into the woods you move down on the food chart right so you're no longer on top of the food chart. You are not like, hey, um, we control our environment. We have animals and those animals are in cages and we kill them when we're hungry. When you go swimming in the ocean, which is why it's terrifying to some people, myself included, the fact is you can't see what's underneath the surface and there are things in there that will eat you without question. And all they have to do is get a hold of you because you can't fight them. You can't breathe when they pull you under, right? Now on the Serengeti, Serengeti, it's even worse in a lot of ways. Yes, you can run away. You can't run as fast. Yep. You can't, once they get a hold of you, it's over. But you're not just worried about predators, by the way. Lions, leopards, etc. You're worried about hippos kill more people Correct. in Africa than any other animal. Rhinos will kill you. Elephants will kill you. Giraffes will kill you. And then, even if there's nothing you can see and you're walking through a field, there could be a snake there that if it bites Black you, Mamba. Yep. it kills you. Right? Oh, he, he, so there's all of these things where it's like, oh, wow, the illusion of safety is eliminated. I have gone down the food chain. I am no longer uh, the, the prime predator. I am just meat. And that's what makes Jurassic Park interesting is that our civilization, the idea that we can control that natural impulse of these animals and contain it, and then it goes away. Oh, we lose power. It's like, oh, shit. This is the natural order of things. They're not smarter than us. They're just hungry and relentless. And all we are, we are inconsequential pieces of food. We are nothing less than the pork chop. We don't think about it. We just eat it. And then it's over and we go away. And yeah. it's like, that's what makes these movies good. And that 
is what is different from in particular the last two Jurassic World movies. The first one, it was based on some of those things, just that like, hey, we're at Disney World and all of a sudden there are these killer birds flying around, you know, impaling people. It's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, but the rest of it, once you get away from that, it's no longer what it really is, which is a horror movie. And the horror is moving down the food chain. And it's, it's no different than Halloween or, or Friday the 13th. Like, oh, there's this relentless predator chasing me, right? And, and of course, those movies, the further along you go, the more ridiculous they get and the less effective. And so yeah. it's, that's the thing that's disappointing about these movies because we have the technology now to make real looking dinosaurs and put them in a movie. They do that poorly here. They poorly put together a narrative and plot that eliminates the sort of archetypal, mythic, primordial stuff that is triggered by being reduced on the, on the food chain. So it, it's just, it's, it's a calamity, a cinematic calamity, this thing. It's a mess. So oh. let, let, me, let me give you two points, uh, which I think is a good to kind of, on, on one sense, if you take a movie like World War Z, what I liked about that movie is they tried to have this global pandemic of all these zombies, but when they, instead of kept going up and up and up and up and up, the last third or, you know, the, the kind of the, the last you know, bit of the movie, they went to having one guy in one building try to figure out very mundane things. And it was way more terrifying because that's yeah. really what, in any sort of global thing, World War II, the reason stories are compelling is because you narrow it down to like a guy or a group of guys yeah. against this obstacle, as opposed to like every front on every continent from every douche way, you can't, you can't process that because there's not that impending fear. Like if you hear about it, like, Ooh, someone's going to die in a war. That's terrible. And then you get on a boat and they're going to drop you off on the shore. Well, guess what? I might be the guy dying on this shore today. Like right. not that I don't care about the other guy that might die on the other shore, but it's an immediate thing for me. And these movies keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger, and they never give us the small moments is what is what makes it scary. So going back to your analogy about the ocean. So here's the thing. If you drop most people on a beach in Florida or whatever, they'll go out and play in the ocean. You know, if they think about it, like, oh, I'm a little bit scared, but they'll go do bodyboarding, they'll surf, all that. You take someone out on a trawler to go fishing and you say, you want to jump off the boat here? We're about 150 feet of water. You see that cliff down there where it goes black? We're just on the, the edge of the reef. <laughs> most people are like, most people are like, no, I'll, I'm going to stay in the boat. You know, the, you know, yeah. but they would go on a coral reef where you can kind of see down it's blue and they're like, that's fine. But you see that, that ledge and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go. Now, stats tell you that down in that deep, deep part, fraction of the, the wildlife that could kill you, that's in the shallow part but you're scared of that. Right, so yeah. this is what's crazy. The first time I ever went to Australia, it was pitched to me because I was like, oh, I got a day, a free day. What should I do? I don't know if I've told you the story, but I can't believe this is a thing. They're like, okay. So they have these tours where they take you out in a boat. And <clears throat> if you know anything about the ocean, they have kelp forests where seals and stuff go hide from sharks. No, thank you. So you could, you could go out and you could go snorkeling or diving in these kelp forests and see the sea lions. And I'm like, well, that seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> You're going directly yeah, no. where these large animals feed. Well, guess what? There was a special package if you wanted to pay more money. So you could go night diving in oh, the kelp yeah. forest. 
I literally get sick to my stomach thinking about it today. I would never get off the boat. If the boat sank, I would want to just drown before treading water in the kelp forest. And the thing is, more people die in kelp forests, not from the wildlife. It's from getting tangled in the kelp and drowning. Oh, man. Yeah. But just think about how small it is. It's one person. You could almost make a whole horror movie (laughs) in a kelp forest. I think it's seen in Jaws 2 in a kelp forest. Oh, I think you're I think you're right. But yeah, but, which I remember seeing as a kid and it scared the crap out of me. But that's the, that, those are the parts that are missing in these movies. They never give you right, kind of that right. like moment where it's you man versus beast, where the beast has the upper hand and you're kind of fish out of water and you got to, you know, use your brain to get out of it. And it's, it's just weird because I think you're right. Dinosaurs, it's kind of like the Titanic. For some reason, the Titanic will always catch people's imaginations there's always gonna be people that drink dream of ufos and aliens there's gonna be people who dream of dinosaurs so there will always be those movies but then there's gonna be movies that are truly timeless and mean something a la jurassic park because it yeah. found a way where everything before was like godzilla versus a dinosaur or land of the mm-hmm. lost or um can't remember the famous book where they you know the uh this is jules verne journey to the center of the earth uh, where you right, find right. dinosaurs and stuff there was always it always you had to go to a faraway land and what jurassic park originally did is said no 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 like imagine a world where dinosaurs are right here with us and that's yeah. scary and i didn't like the opening of this movie when they had these dinosaurs running around and it was just kind of like again like if you go to africa there's lions out there but right. it's not as scary because you can still drive around so they were trying to minimize the scariness of the thing that's supposed to scare you in the movie and i was like that's not the way to do it. Then they had to have a twist on it, but they never gave us a twist because it was just such an anemically awfully done movie that they didn't care and wanted to hate cinema. Well, what's strange is that the, the last one, Fallen World, I think that's where it was. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it, it, it ends with this stupid scene at the, this mansion. Just, I mean, it's, it's just so ridiculous. But it ends with these dinosaurs escaping. Yeah, and I, they're in California, and they like run. And there's a scene where I think it's a raptor like runs up to um, this overlook, and they're looking down. And I think it's basically uh, the valley in in LA. Um, and that's the end of the movie. And to me, the natural progression of that storytelling is that. Is is not jumping ahead five years, but just going. Oh, okay. Um, we're in a situation where, much like it, Lost World, the the city, the San Diego part of Lost World, where like, okay, this stuff is loose, and people don't know it yet. Number one, so you're going about your life, and all of a sudden, there's like a uh, oh, it, I have to remember another part, but I'll get back to it. But that idea that like here we are in our world and these dinosaurs are showing up and people are just like wait a minute and of course there's all the terrible things that can happen from that but there's a commercial there are two commercials one for uh some burger joint i can't remember which one and another for um it's the one with flow uh insurance company yeah So Progressive has a commercial that shows people at a drive-in movie theater. And 
a T-Rex shows up. And I thought, huh, that's a great, that should be, I assumed it was in the movie. It's not in the movie. And the fact that a progressive commercial is a better dinosaur movie than Jurassic World Dominion is pretty damning. And this other commercial, which is like this couple is sitting down to eat these burgers, right? And raptors are on the loose running around. The guy sits underneath the table and she's like, do something. And so he eats his burger thinking like, oh, the dinosaurs are here for the burger. And then the raptor, they turn and the raptor's staring at them. And she goes, I don't think he's here for the burger. And the raptor attacks them and they you know, <laughs> cut to black. Both of those commercials, if you just put them, ran them back to back over and over for an hour, are better movie than Jurassic World Dominion. Well, like, if there, there's, there's more going on and more interest because that's stuff that you can relate to. Well, think of Go this: ahead. is there? I've seen videos online of like you know people in California. They have a small dog, and a coyote comes down onto the hills and eats yep. the dog. Yep. I've seen yep. you know people bringing their toddlers home from school, and a giant eagle grabs their backpack and is literally trying to drag the kid away. And the parents like, I can't process this. Just extrapolate that out. You know, before yeah. people know that there's and did they have a variety of dinosaurs. So you might be looking for a T-Rex. Well, what happens if a cute little one, but if it's like a scorpion or if it stings you, you die. So people, you know, you're have a hospital where these people are starting to like come in and have these horrible reactions and right. die, and you don't know what it is. And you're like, oh no. Like set up what the rules are. And now you have this new playground with dinosaurs, but it's smaller and it's scary. Right. And what if it's, what if you just said it in the valley in, in, in LA, right? Which is like, okay, this is a small part of the world, but it's very just can't get out of there. What if what if all of a sudden there's there's a um, wildfire, right? Which you know LA comes to a standstill when that stuff happens, and all of a sudden there are dinosaurs running around. There's wildfire and there's traffic, and you can't escape. And what if there's a dinosaur in LA traffic, right? I mean, what the hell, man? It's just crazy that this movie is so incoherent and yet completely devoid of any sort of focus or direction that would bring some sort of drama of any kind. It, it's really an astonishing uh, piece of incompetent filmmaking. It's just, it's staggering how, how idiotic the choices with this movie are. It's just like, unbelievable god damn get me irritated though i told you i told you that this movie was a dumpster fire <laughs> yeah well thanks for reminding me <laughs> I, I completely forgotten about the damn thing until we started talking about it today god help us man jeez uh, but it did win its weekend it actually won i think the next weekend and then lost to uh, I think it's still winning actually because it beat I know it beat out the Pixar movie um, but yeah it's still making money man it's going to hit a billion it's going to hit a billion alright well yeah why well, I, I, got, yeah. I got I clearly clearly if you're going to ask me if I'm going to recommend this movie the answer is no I feel if your kids like dinosaurs watch the first two uh maybe the third if you really want to go yeah do it, watch the first and i'll be honest like 
my my son saw all of these movies and like you know he would hide we watched them at home obviously until this newest one um you know he'd hide behind the pillow sometimes and i think this one is not great for kids that's the part of the movie they market it towards kids but the movies are are too scary and too dark for kids and they're also just too stupid for adults it's weird it's a, it's a weird thing but hey look it's making money i think people just want to go to a movie and see whether it's dinosaurs or tom cruise in a in a uh you know a, a fighter pilot movie um i think i just think people just want to zone out and forget about the the hellscape of the world that we live in um you know it, i i would like the world better I always joke with my son that there are woolly mammoths in the backfield of our farm. Um, and he used to come run and look, but you know, you can only, you can only do that for so long. And <laughs> now the woolly mammoth is, is running a little low, but <laughs> why not have woolly mammoths? Maybe that's the next Jurassic movie is that it's uh I don't know what era the, the woolly mammoths were in, but uh, get woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers going. Why not? Let's do it. I'll post crazy. All right, Barry Anderson, Minneapolis. You saw this movie. You loved it. I saw this movie. I didn't love it. So you're recommending this to people, obviously? Um, Barry's just staring at, at me with this blank expression. Go, go, uh, no, go back to 1990s Land of the Lost before this one. It'll be more enjoyable. <laughs> go watch the TV series. Land yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lost. Yeah. Oh, man. That show, I used to love that show when I was kid. This, the, the Schlee stacks were just the most ridiculous thing in the world. Um, I had a board game of Land of the Lost. That's how old I am. Um, <laughs> crazy. All right. Barry hated this movie. I hated this movie. I think most people should. Adults should. My, you know, kids will probably like it if they're not scared. Uh, you know, it's what it is. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to Look at California Film Minnesota. Barry and I will see you next time at the movies.